1: Welcome to Jam Session. I'm Juliette
0: Littman. I'm Amanda Davins.
1: It's time for our annual, third annual, perhaps fourth annual, I can't remember. I think fourth, Amanda says. Fourth annual gift guide. Very excited to hear what Amanda's going to recommend. Also excited to talk about mine. But before that, we got some celebrity news to dive into. Amanda, how was your Thanksgiving weekend?
0: It was long, but ultimately successful. I traveled across the country with a nine-month-old child. So thanks to everyone on the cross-country flights from Los Angeles to Philadelphia who put up with that. We, I appreciate you. And it, you're, we're not into gift guides yet, but let me just add one more gift that you, the listener, can give anyone traveling this holiday season, which is like just the gift of smiling at the screaming baby. Thank you to everyone <laughs> who did that. I really, really sincerely appreciate it. How was your Thanksgiving, Juliet? It was good. It was filled with sports and then Googling soccer players to find out more about their personal lives. Well, what's the best thing that you found out?
1: I'm quite attracted to Harry Maguire on England, and I really enjoyed reading about how he got into like a bar fight in 2020. And then because of the way the Greek legal system works, he could be like, in he could be in, involved in legal proceedings over this until 2028. I then <laughs> looked into his wedding, which was over the summer. He has two daughters. Okay. So I would just say I went really deep on Harry Maguire, who's just very handsome, although less handsome when he smiles. Nevertheless, very handsome. So I learned yeah. a lot <laughs> about him. And yeah, just really just love
0: international sport. All caveats still apply. All caveats still apply. It was nice to have it on from time to time. Are you sticking with your pro-England stance? Yeah, was,
1: I went to a bar to watch England U.S. and I was rooting for England. There were some other England people there. I will say it's like really trendy, but also like I do like France. I mean, they're like a very likable team, even yeah. though they have the best player in the world. But, you know, I have all my Paris gear. So like while we're being problematic, that's continues to be p- problematic as well since Qatar owns PSG. So I don't know, Amanda. I just love sports. So that's been pretty fun. That's great. I'm thrilled for you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Should we get into the rundown? Actually, can I just skip to something that's not that newsworthy, but is tied to my Thanksgiving weekend? Yeah. Yes. I started catching up with our favorite non-ringer podcast, Table Manners with Jesse and Lenny Ware. Yeah. Just this current season they're doing, just absolutely amazing guests, what including Nikesh Patel, who I fucking love, Rose matafeo who we also fucking love. Mm -hmm. And then I listened to Theo James, who, like, I just really wasn't interested in, but I love White Lotus because I'm a human. And it's pretty amazing. They also had Robert De Niro, Shania Twain, like, some other really big... Oh, Baz Luhrmann, which I haven't gotten to yet. And I don't know. I just, like, really... I really loved it. And I have to say, like, hearing Nikesh Patel just drop some different morsels. If you don't know who that is, he's the guy from Starstruck. He's also in Indian Summer, he's also in Four Weddings and a Funeral, and he's currently in an ad on my Roku home screen, I think for <laughs> something on on Amazon Prime. <laughs> he's adorable. He's vegan, and he was talking about the difference between a production that has American money and not American money, and how the craft services is much more vegan friendly when the production has American dollars. And I just thought that was so
0: fascinating. And that's the kind of small anecdote you get from Jesse and Lenny. wears a wonderful podcast? I'm really into table manners becoming like the unofficial starstruck like satellite podcast. Yeah. And just a reminder, if you have not watched the two seasons of Starstruck starring Nikesh Patel and Rose Matafeo, like just A-plus stuff, what a treat is waiting for you. And I I agree with you. Like, I just got to hand it to their booker. Like, I'm slightly behind, but every I have sent you multiple texts just being like, so-and-so on Table Manners, so-and-so on Table Manners. They really understand their audience, and I love that for them and for us. Side note related Seems like Jessie Ware had a great tour experience. She really did. This
1: these were all like basically in the middle of tour and she went to Chicago with Harry Styles, then she went to Mexico City, she was in LA. It's just she's living a great life.
0: I believe she was in Argentina?
1: Yes, Argentina. Yes, yeah, she went went all over. Sounds great. And then when she's in LA, she stays at Benny Blanco's house. Her and Theo James and her mom talked a lot about like surfing and stuff in Los Angeles. So I actually thought you, I think you'll like Theo James one a lot because it's a lot of restaurants both in LA and London. So I just feel like it's really
0: right up your alley. Do they do Downton Abbey at all? No. Okay. Well, I still thought he was very good on the first season of (laughs) Downton (laughs) Abbey. No, they talk
1: Divergent. And then, oh, and then I guess he's a producer on the Pepsi Where's My Jet Netflix. Documentary, which I have watched, weirdly. Okay. What is so they that? talked about that? In the 90s, Pepsi had this competition where, like, if you collected enough, like whatever barcodes to enough points, you would get like different prizes. And like in one commercial, they listed a Harrier jet, which is like a military helicopter or helicopter military plane. And this one kid and like his like benefactor collected enough points to be able to get the jet. And then Pepsi didn't give it to them because it was like supposed to be a joke. And then they sued
0: them. It's okay. four
1: episodes on Netflix. It's
0: pretty good. How did Theo James become a producer? No on that? idea. No okay. clue. He did, he didn't I mean, say, but I, it's yeah. interesting. I was just curious. <laughs> yeah. Was he the kid who wanted the jet? No, but it's so
1: that was a joke on the
0: podcast. Anyway, watch the show. <laughs> okay, You tried to, to make me feel bad <laughs>
1: for making an obvious joke. I don't know. We're all in the no. podcast business, Julia. No, he was he was explaining it to Lenny Ware, and that's what she. And, and that was a joke. Sorry, okay. I, I was just I was just. Trying to include you in the fun. Anyway. Okay, thank you. Now you know all about my Thanksgiving. Shall we get into celebrities? Let's do it. Biggest celebrity story right now is what's going on with Balenciaga, which started about a week ago and then obviously sort of here in the U.S. kind of quieted down over the holiday and then reignited yesterday because Kim Kardashian has aligned herself with Balenciaga over the last few years, including I think her and Kanye together. Yeah. And through Kanye to to an extent. The like full body... Met Gala dress that she wore, I believe, was Balenciaga, right? Yes. Including, like, the hood and whatever? Yes. Balenciaga did a totally disgusting ad campaign where they had children holding teddy bears in bondage, and it was supposed to be like this, like, BDSM commentary with children. And then there was another photo where part of this ad campaign, there was a news story about legislation about child pornography in the photo. And the whole thing is like in terrible taste and like just kind of, I think when people think about fashion going too far, this is the definition of it. And a lot of people have decried Balenciaga and Kim Kardashian took a long time to do so. She finally decried it yesterday Saying she found it vulgar and all of the things you should say, and then said that she's currently reevaluating her relationship with the brand. Business of Fashion was going to be honoring Demna, who's like the creative director of Balenciaga, and they decided against it. They still invited the creative team to their annual gala to like address what was going on, but Balenciaga declined. So you know, Balenciaga has been like this heralded brand for really like the last like decade, as far as I can tell, as like a sideline observer, and now it's really under fire, and so many celebrities have aligned with it. Kim Kardashian, most notably, but she's certainly not the only one. And I thought that it was sort of worth talking about, like, what is a celebrity endorser's responsibility in this kind of situation? On the Kanye side of things, we focus so much on the brand's responsibility and, like, what should Adidas do? What should Gap do? And this is the inverse. And I'm just sort of curious, like, Amanda, we're not super fashion-y people, And so I don't don't know, like, what your perspective is on this, but I I think it's, like, actually more complicated than it seems after you get through decrying Balenciaga, which is not complicated.
0: Right. So I agree with you that once you think through it, it is sort of complicated, but I'm still sort of stuck on the face value of just, like, all of this is both, like, disgusting and just gross and in bad taste and kind of, like, fake provocative in a way that... Is just frustrating and like uh, and and also really annoying. This is the other thing that it's it's like disgusting and also clearly an attempt at attention and controversy. At that, then spirals and and to some extent, they're getting what they want, which is also like incredibly gross. Though I, I it does not seem it does seem to some extent that Billenciaga is like running the tape back, you know and. Is, yeah. for, is somehow trying to sue the ad agency that created the campaign saying that they were not, that Balenciaga was not aware of the documents that you referenced being in the photo, which is just like a lot of passing the buck and yeah silliness, but that that they recognize that this was ill-advised at, at best, putting it lightly. But it's just all so gross that like we all have to be keep talking about this you know and mm-hmm. it, to some extent that it is giving it more airtime and giving them more attention even if it's negative attention and then that we're giving kim kardashian like more airtime to me it's pretty simple which is like if you're if you make money off of someone and they're doing which i i, I have not seen the contracts but one way or another i she's been in ad campaigns and and as you noted she shows up in high profile events in balenciaga so it's adding to her brand which at some point which when it was a fashionable thing makes her money so if you're making money off of something it's not hard to put up an instagram post you know you know what i mean like it's just it's not being like i don't agree with this and i sort of think that that's like a minimal ob- obligation but also it just all becomes so loud in a way that makes it feel even worse. Does that make any sense?
1: Yeah, absolutely. It's like, they're still getting this attention. I think one thing you're getting at is like the nature of Kim Kardashian's relationship with Balenciaga is unclear. At least it is to me. I mean, I'm sure, you know, I'm sure there's some financial transaction happening here, but it's not like Bella Hadid deleted her Instagram. And it's a lot, I think it's like a lot where she was like in Balenciaga. It's a lot more straightforward with someone who's like, you know, ostensibly a model because you're like, okay, you get paid to wear their clothes and be a part of their production and whatever. And like, you can refuse the job, disavow the money, or disavow them and, you know, move on. But I think with someone like Kim just tried to like very much use high fashion as her way into like a type of respectability from other celebrities. Like, you know, she coveted being on the cover of Vogue for so long and very much used like Hot couture as a way to, like, legitimize her own celebrity. People are interested because of how the associations she makes, like, legitimize her or delegitimize her, which is also, like, giving power to
0: that brand. She was in their ad campaign as recently as February. so Yes. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah. So, in that sense... So, she's being paid. She's a model, too. Yeah. So, I, I mean, again... I suppose these contracts can work in various different ways. But, like, yes, she's profiting from
1: Balenciaga
0: and her association. So it's it's just, like, not that tough. Mm -hmm. One thing I have thought a lot about, and this, again, just gets into, like, murky, troll, gross internet waters that I just really personally... Would rather not spend any time or attention on, and uh, like, and it's like Balenciaga's fault that we have to do this. But you know, there is a weird corner of the internet that uses allegations of child abuse against celebrities as like a troll mechanism that is sort of inflating here, but it's not that you know. It's just it's a it's a stew of gross things coming together in a way that's a bummer, and like we just wouldn't have had to do any of this if Balenciaga were not like doing a thoughtless at best ad campaign. No, like just like a completely misjudged offensive campaign. So it's just such a bummer that the result is still like everybody gets more airtime, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's kind of my take.
1: Yeah. It's also like, will people stop wearing like their ostentatious Balenciaga shirts and sweatshirts? Like Balenciaga sweatshirts are like omnipresent on bravo like on every show and right. like you know like what happens what happens to a brand and and like its brand value like for i think for a short time becomes persona non grata there's right. obviously like an involving children is really gross and crosses a different kind of line but you know certain brands are back like dolce and gabbana no one talks about it don galliano yeah. no one really talks about it so i think this one is like just more is like kind of I'm hesitant to use the word interesting, but has like more layers to it because Balenciaga is supposed to be more of like a progressive brand that also like sometimes celebrates androgyny or sort of like really like aligns itself with some of the values that are more forward thinking. But, you know, it really crossed a really disgusting line that's not remotely fuzzy.
0: Yeah, it was a reinvention of quote unquote high fashion that did, as you were saying, also have like the trickle down market share, I guess. And yeah. and how that I have absolutely no idea. I'm very curious to see how it goes, but it does seem, I mean, just just gross.
1: Let's move on. It's a great yeah. final note. Airport tabloid cover check in. Amanda, what'd
0: you see in the airports of yeah. our great nation? So as, as previously noted, I've sent some airports. I mostly saw things that made me feel old because all of the tabloids have really just stuck with their same main characters of Jennifer Aniston, Brad Pitt, and then... I really feel like Reese Witherspoon caught astray, but Reese Witherspoon (laughs) was on the cover of Us Weekly with like a scaremongering divorce story, which I have to be honest, I haven't been on Reese Witherspoon divorce watch. And it, it may be that there is unhappiness or maybe she is just living a normal life. But I was sort of struck of it. Like it's tough times when Reese Witherspoon's second marriage to a former agent is the cover of of your Thanksgiving week us weekly. I just they've really identified a certain age group and demographic and have effectively like put us out on a glacier. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like we're still looking is anyone yeah. else? <laughs> yeah, that's all. And I was just struck by like, oh, wow. Like I really, I have aged into a new demo and so has Us Weekly, which I guess is not surprising. I mean, we still have the association with the cover, but I doubt anyone of Jade's generation or producer Jade's generation does. So that's fine. But uh, I, I guess also maybe that means it was like a quiet week for for Us Weekly tabloids, which is good, I guess. I hope I yeah. hope Bruce Witherspoon is okay. Let's, you know, wish her well. On the topic of Jennifer Aniston, Mm
1: -hmm. how do you feel about Jennifer (laughs) Aniston finally talking about her own choice or lack of choice to become a mother, but on her own terms in Allure magazine? Because for years, there's been speculation about Jennifer Aniston being pregnant, not pregnant. Like, why is she single? Like, all of this shit. And she finally did it. Finally was in Allure talking about how she tried and she was not able to get pregnant. And now she feels happier in her 40s now that like that ship has sailed, or I guess 50s. And I just thought it was interesting that like, this is still the fucking story with Jennifer Aniston. However, yeah. it is now on her own terms. I'll just say, I find it depressing that this is still what she's talking about. I Yeah, same. But I guess, like, nice that she was able to discuss it in her own
0: way. I mean, whatever she wants to say publicly is, is obviously her right and good by me. I agree that I was just like, wow, this is depressing. Like, we're still talking about this. And she still feels either she still feels like she has to talk about this or even more cravenly and depressingly, she still feels like this is how she's going to sell stuff. Is like, yeah. this is what she has to to sell, which I don't mean that negatively on her uh, to her. I'm just kind of like that. This is the marketplace that the, you know, when will they become mothers Us weekly cover of 2003 is like still what we're all buying. Just a just just a bummer. It's seriously
1: depressing. Also, option three is like, she's only now like worked through being able to discuss it, which I still find to be sad because it's like, ugh, that sucks. Like you're such a successful person. This has defined you or like at least been a a through line for so long. So anyway, I guess, you know, you're doing things on your own terms though. Good for you, Jennifer Aniston. Correct. Other people we've been tracking for a long time, Bennifer check-in. So Disney really stole Ben and Matt's thunder. Last Sunday night, Ben... Affleck and Matt Damon, carefully planned and exclusive with Brooks Barnes of the New York Times about how they're starting their own production company, that it will be Ben Affleck's exclusive home for his directorial efforts. And Matt Damon has agreed to star in a certain number of projects that have not been specified, I assume, based on other contract obligations he currently has and his desire to make money. And it's called, I believe... <laughs> Equity Fund or something like that. Actors' Equity. That's the old name of a union fund. Anyway, they carefully planned this. And like literally an hour later, it was announced Bob Iger was returning to Disney and Bob Chapek was out. So they didn't really get their due. And I bet they're pissed, but uh, they're striking out on their own. And, and part of it is to give back end to everyone who works on movies, not just the above the line people, which has been fading away since streaming has taken on Amanda.
0: What do you think? Yeah. So it's called artist equity and sorry, artist no, equity. No, it's it's fine. <laughs> You're right that it just it has like the essence of many things that came before it. And many people have pointed out the comparisons to like United Artists, which was a you know, many decades ago, another like Hollywood attempt to do a a similar profit sharing or just kind of representing other interests in the organization of the of the business. And then also like the Francis Ford Coppola kind of directors organization. Anyway, so it's been tried. Sometimes it works more than others. Great for them. You know, I, I, I like film products that Ben Affleck and Matt Damon are associated with just personally. So that's good for me. Get in the game. You know, you got to do something with your later years as Bob Iger also taught us that really just was like an astonishing Sunday night news drop. Really, really good stuff. If you do not listen to the town with Matt Bellamy bills podcast lots of lots of great content to follow up on that i'm happy for them i'm also happy for uh the other half of benefit's throwback experience which is jennifer lopez announcing her new album this is me now a follow-up to this is me then and on the track list there is a song that is called dear ben part two (laughs) And in
1: advance of this, she cleared her Instagram. She's just, it's just a fresh start in that household. Everyone is going out on their own, controlling their IP and living their best life. So shout out
0: to them. You know, make use of what you got. Yeah. I I think that's okay. I'm glad they're (laughs) in a happy place. (laughs) Me too. On
1: the flip side of things, breakup news, Harry Styles and Olivia Wilde have, uh, they're taking a break. And I think we all knew this was coming. I think we've been waiting for it <laughs> since sometime in September, if not before. I mean, you can't withstand that. You can't withstand what, what the the press barrage they've gone through. No. Need Chris Pine to comment. Really wondering how he took this news.
0: <laughs> I don't really think that he's aware. This is a <laughs> this is this is an archetypal wish them well. You know? This is like what that Absolutely. phrase was invented for. Just wish them well. Go on and do your do
1: your best, people. I hope that Olivia Wilde's children will not have any like weird Harry Styles trauma. I don't know. I can't imagine what it's like for your parent to be in a really high-profile high, high profile relationship when you're in a kid. When you're a kid, and you're like, oh, yeah, I remember that. What do I know? Plenty of people seem fine and they've lived through it. Next, Adele has finally launched the residency. Seems like it's going pretty well. I have to say, I didn't anticipate being jealous, but I, I am pretty... I'm pretty sure that I would like to go. And every time I see something about
0: it on Instagram, I'm like, ah, okay. I wish I could go. <laughs> okay. I put this on the lineup just really to do a temperature check with you. And so your wish I could go. What's keeping you from going? Ticket prices? Ticket prices and going to Las Vegas. You know what, Amanda?
1: I'm really sick of flying. I've traveled a lot this fall. You just did it. <laughs> flying has never been less pleasant, like even without a nine-month-old. like It's just... It's hostile, it's cramped, it's delayed. It's just like, it's shitty. And like, I just, I don't want to go to Las Vegas. So that's what's, that's what's holding me back.
0: Okay. I support you. I still have never been to Las Vegas, but I don't think I'll be going for, for this residency. The other thing I wanted to note is that there was some news about Adele's posh socks, Mm. which is, so her concert attire, her residency attire is a custom gown. I believe that they're changing each weekend And then instead of heels, she's wearing, quote, posh socks, unquote, which, as best I can tell, are socks from Amazon with little gummy things on the bottom so she doesn't slip.
1: One thing I'm really enjoying about this iteration of Adele is I feel like she's gone full Mariah Carey, where she's like, no, I don't do anything cheap anymore. Like, I don't, like, for example, this residency was uh, pushed back because she didn't want a baggy old pond on stage like she's gone full I'm doing everything to be posh and like the utmost fanciest now that I am Adele
0: no last name you know sure I support all of that let me just add my (laughs) two cents that these socks are not posh these (laughs) socks have little gummies on them these are (laughs) socks that it looks like my mom bought at like not even REI, but with <laughs> posh socks. And and I support I have some REI products on my gift guide, so I don't mean above that. It's just, it's not posh. It's not fancy. Where are the dresses going
1: after their one weekend of use? I didn't follow up on that. I hope they're going to be sold for charity. Okay. Like the the Princess Diana, if you will. Poshmark?
0: Yeah. Oh, is that a joke? Posh? Poshmark? Yeah, it's, nice. it's a joke. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks so much. <laughs> Good one. I loved it.
1: This episode is brought to you by eBay Authenticity Guarantee. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem,
2: When you add your car to your garage on cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com.
1: All right, now that you've mentioned it, should we just get into our gift guide? Yeah. I'm excited. I was all over the map with mine. So I'm just excited to see what what you think, you know, okay. and, just,
0: and share. Would you like to go first? Sure. So I tried to keep the gift guide pretty close to home. Either gifts I'm giving, mm. so I hope my loved ones aren't listening to this, though I know they're probably not, or gifts that I've received that I have really liked. So all of these are like tested and Amanda approved, I think. Okay, great. Maybe great. I'm making that up. So the first one is a gift that I'm giving and also a gift that I gave myself when Knox was born for the purposes of going to the hospital. And they are Subu slippers. Do you know about Mm. Subu slippers? No, I don't. So S-U-B-U, and they are sort of, they they are clog slippers. And so they have a clog shape and sort of like a, a a padded, almost like parka-like design, and then say a they rubber look like sole. Sleeping bags for your shoes, exactly. Your That's really well put. And so they're both cozy and durable, and they don't have any of the, you know, it's sometimes like the fuzzy slippers. Like after a while, the fuzziness starts wearing and fraying, and mm-hmm, like gets gross. Mm-hmm. And these feel Feels like dirty. Yeah, these feel like performance slippers that are wow. also really snuggly, and can also go outside if you if you need to, like briefly. So sure. they Take the also, trash out something like that. Yeah, they also come in a variety of colors and designs, including Juliet, a holiday or twenty twenty two collaboration with Deuce and Deuce, that you can I'm buy looking at those right now at the MOMA store. So, but you know they're they're sold a variety of places. There are solid colors. I have a different MOMA store design that I like a lot, but great slippers recommend
1: the moma design store is, is just in general my go-to place for presents like when i'm like yes. i really don't know what to get i just go there to, yeah. to get stuff for people yeah, yeah, yeah. it's
0: like it's
1: just like blanket recommendation moma mm. design store also right now they lift they list things by price so they have under 100 under 50 yeah. under 25 it's so great i love it there i just it's wonderful as previously discussed absolutely love a museum gift shop
0: I have like one addendum that I'm gonna gonna add that's like a stocking stuffer, but it's also filed under things that I bought to go to the hospital that transcended that use case. Okay. Which is so when you get ready to go to the hospital to have a baby, like if you Google what do I take to the hospital, there's a whole insane world of content of like cool, what to pack it's no, it's actually deranged. But the one thing that they tell everyone tells you to do that sounds so insane, but is actually true, which is a 10 foot long phone charger cord. Mm. Life changing should not be limited to a hospital use. Just like do it for yourself. Do it for the loved one in your life. Just buy a really long phone cord. And while you're at it, make it chic. So here are a couple. REI is selling a great one. It's Nev or Neve. I'm not really sure of the pronunciation, lightning ca- cable. Bando has some that are like five feet long, but like in rainbow colors and five feet is probably going to work for you. I think you should splurge for 10 feet. Five feet's not long enough, actually. Like you think
1: five feet's long enough, but it's not. I'm a major, I'm a 10 foot cord gal okay. at all times in all okay. rooms in all of my homes. And so, so I completely So where are you agree. sourcing these? Amazon.com, man. There's
0: okay. so many good ones. Like I like the rope ones too. Yeah, that, and the the REI one that I mentioned is a rope one. I think the rope ones are great. Maybe you're like Juliet and you're you're a practical shopper and you think I deserve this ten foot cord for myself and you just buy it for every room. I got to be honest, I'm not that type of person. I'm I only bought it. Actually, I think Zach bought it for the hospital, but like I. It's one of these things that's amazing to have but you would never buy for yourself or I would never buy for myself. So give the gift to someone else in your life. That's what I have to say. That's great. Yeah.
1: I have a MoMA store recommendation as well. Also based on on something I I received. Last year, my friend's mom, Phyllis, gave me like the world's best like a bagu like rip off where like Mm -hmm. you can easily fold it up into its little pouch. You can use it when you travel. I use it as like laundry bag or extra storage when I'm going on a trip. Like it's honestly the best reusable bag I've ever received. And I use it all the time. It was from, it was from the Lego target collaboration last Christmas. So it's like Lego design. I absolutely love it. It's like, seriously, it's a game changer for me. And like, I'm so bad at remembering to bring my stupid grocery bags with me, but this is just like, I always have it. So that's like, you know, if you see those, those are actually great presents, but Doubling up on that, the Moment Design Store has an awesome travel duffel that also folds up into like a little <gasps> pouch. And so wow. you can bring that with you. And it's only 35 bucks, which is actually really good. And it's like a pretty durable canvas. It is called the Remember Duffel Travel Bag. And it folds up into a seven by six and a half square. And you can unfold it. And then it's like excellent for extra stuff. Plus, it's soft. You can throw it into your luggage. It's just always great to have an extra bag. I can't stress enough how important it is to be able to pack things up to take them with you.
0: I love the packable puffer trend on that note as well. Completely agree with this. I recently, I thought that I had a packable puffer before I took this most recent trip for Thanksgiving and it wasn't packable and that was a real setback. So <laughs> packable, packable puffer is a, uh, just a, an impulse add to the list. Great
1: tips. You great ones. Can't go yeah. wrong with those. I have another like home office accessory idea suggestion. This it. is it's something that I bought for myself, but would be delighted to get as a stocking stuffer. And this was okay, already great. on my list. So Amanda, I think we're really on the same vein, the same plane here. I saw this on one of my favorite Instagram accounts, which is effective spaces, which is an Australian woman. Like folding stuff and like cleaning stuff up, and it's just like it's <laughs> at effective spaces. Uh, it's changed the way that I fold my clothes and my drawers. It's kind of like it's like a it's like a Marie Kondo type of thing, but like it's not about it's not about getting rid of stuff. It's just about being more effective with your spaces. Effective spaces had a little handheld top of your desk vacuum for your desk. I <gasps> hate dust, and I also eat at wow. my desk all the time, and it's this rechargeable little guy that. Just cleans your desk up. Also, you can use it on your on your computer, on your keyboard. You can use it everywhere. You can also use it obviously in other spaces. Like I don't like when my TV console is dusty, so like it's just awesome. It's reusable. It works like a vacuum. It's a little handheld. Charges on your computer, like using a computer port. It's awesome. I got mine from Amazon. It's <laughs> it's from like some random brand called Odistar, but it's awesome and it's like fifteen bucks, maybe less, eleven. I love it. I genuinely use it all the time. Wow.
0: Great. I'm stuff. making it sound.
1: Yeah. 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 <laughs> you. She's waving it around
0: <laughs> just to give you guys a visual. It does look very compact and chic. It's awesome. It's so great. Comes a lot of colors. I don't know.
1: I hate dust, Amanda, so much. In New York has it a lot of really dust. It's gross.
0: Yeah. Well, I think most places do. That's a great gift. I have a gift that I think would be a great Juliette Littman gift. Oh, thank you. And it's also something that I asked for for uh, Christmas. And based on some questions that I was asked yesterday, I think I might be getting, Ooh. which is really exciting. So it is uh, a monogrammed cashmere sweater. Oh, lovely. So J Crew has like a cashmere classic FET crew neck sweater in a variety of colors. We're recording this on quote, Cyber Monday. Right now, they're running a special. Got to be honest, crew has been running a lot of specials recently because I don't it's know whether time. the rebrand's working. So check in on that. And then you add a monogram for 10 bucks. You can choose different types of monograms. You can choose different colors. I don't know what color I'm getting because that's part of the surprise. I just decided that I want this. And I think that this is a nice like, luxury, personalized, but still, especially if you get it on sale, relatively affordable gift. Yeah,
1: that's lovely. I feel like you're really leaning into your preppy phase, and I'm, I'm I am really yeah ex- excited about it for you. I Thank love you it. so much. Thanks. I've been called preppy and waspy. I, I mean, I
0: I think I am, but whatever. I can yeah. only be me. I gotta differentiate a little bit from the coastal grandmas now that they're coming for me. You know, so sure. I'm yeah I'm sure. turning the edge up. But also, it's just like I asked for a navy sweater because I wear. Part of the preppy thing is also that I've just been doing a uniform because. That was the only way that I could figure out how to dress again after COVID and after a baby. So, but uniform often does code as preppy. Also, I've chosen a preppy uniform. I don't know. I'm I'm going with it. It's
1: a timeless style. So I support it because okay, you. you know, in 10 years, it's still a very chic option. It's great. Yeah. I'm still wearing Ralph Lauren outlets, cotton, cable knit sweaters that I bought. In high school 20 years ago. So I love it. I have, I have like three that I wear all the time. So it's a great look. And if yeah. you buy the right ones, they, they don't fall apart. Honestly, yeah. make fun of Ralph Lauren. My three cotton sweaters have lasted literally for 20 years and they're fantastic.
0: I didn't plan to mention this, but for my birthday, I got a collection of like vintage off of Poshmark and I think a little bit of Etsy because Zach did all of these, like oversized. Ralph Lauren button downs with like the little polo horse that I wear as like beach cover-ups, like house shirts, like nightgown, like a combo thing. They're all like from the 80s and 90s, old school, great patterns. Really recommend it. Yeah. They hold up, as you said. Yeah,
1: they really do. Yeah. I'm also all about cotton. Can I just say? Mm -hmm. Cotton sweaters are my my fave. I'm always hot, so I just have to go with cotton. All right. Next on my list, if we're talking preppy and we're talking textiles... I just think you should get someone in your life, something from Pendleton. If they need a jacket, get them a jacket. A fleece, perhaps. If they need a blanket, get them a blanket. They're also having a sale here uh, in the Christmas season. I get so many compliments on all my Pendleton gear. And by all of it, I mean the two jackets I've bought in the last year are both on sale. And like again, <laughs> classics, classic timeless styles. It's not quite preppy. It's also like not quite mountainy. And like, you know, you're not going to, I I don't think like Yosemite is the home of Pendleton. I think more like Boise, Idaho, main street for the person who's not going skiing is sort of like the home of Pendleton at this point. But like, it just always plays and you can get some really good deals. And that stuff also is really warm and also lasts a long time. Plus they have accessories. So depending on your price point, you could do socks, you could do mugs, you could do a hat, or you could go upscale and do a blanket. You could do a jacket. People at Pendleton, me included. I actually have always wanted a Pendleton blanket, never gotten one. But maybe I'm working up to it now that I'm deep in the, in the jacket game. So that's that's my prep recommendation. I love it.
0: I believe we have a towel and a blanket that get used all of the time. Just really fantastic stuff. And also lasts a long time. I have a couple of experiential suggestions Great. this year. And in, in years past, I feel like I've done subscriptions, which... Like, we're still getting cheese of the month club subscription. And I got to tell you, that's a great day of the month every every year. <laughs> but this year, I wanted to recommend two uh, Gold Belly experiences that people sent me that were awesome. Sorry to step on Food News, my number one podcast. It, it can be like sort of a, <laughs> as, as, a as a fan. I appreciate it. Did, did you listen to the weird sushi episode? Not yet. I'm I'm a little behind because I couldn't really listen. Oh, the I'm AirPods kept being feedback. pulled out of my ears. It was a long flight. Anyway, I'm excited. So, two gold belly experiences. If you you know, if you want to send someone, like I, I think this is actually like a very nice treat and a thoughtful gift. So the first is from Zahav, which is a Philadelphia restaurant. Michael Solomonov is the is the chef and he has sort of opened a mini empire in Philadelphia but it's delicious Israeli food and it's the hummus and salatim spread did i say it that right mm-hmm. I think salatim but yes great salatim so it's just a, like a gigantic mezza experience basically with the best hummus that i have ever personally tasted and so it's a giant box it can definitely be like dinner for four. If you want to have people over for a dinner, it can also like sustain you for a few days. If you're, you know, you don't feel like cooking, just really delicious. And the kind of thing where you can just like have it in the fridge and then it lasts a few, I, I don't think it lasts forever, but it can kind of work on your schedule. Really, really delicious stuff. It's so good. He yeah. opened laser wolf in New York, right? We recently yes, got to go and it was exactly. amazing. The other is Bobka from bread's bakery which can mm. be shipped. So Juliet, who lives in New York and has access to this all the time, doesn't really need to to do this. But if you, like I do, do not live in New York, you either have to ask your sister-in-law to bring it to you in Philadelphia, which Ruthie did over Thanksgiving. Thank you so much, Ruthie. Or you can have it shipped. <laughs> but it's an amazing gift. I prefer the chocolate. The cinnamon's pretty good. It freezes really well. So they sell a three-pack. But that's just like a nice thing to have in the holidays if you have a lot of people in the house or just like a treat for someone if they're having a bad time, which is how it was sent to me once. And I also really appreciated it then. So (laughs) shout out Bread's Bakery. I love babka.
1: I don't like the Bread's Bakery though.
0: I mean, I don't (gasps) like the Bread's Babka. I'm sorry.
1: I like a gooier, like, moister babka. And that one is not gooey enough for me.
0: Wow. I think that's absolutely insane. But I... Respect your opinion. You know, you are like you. A, a renowned food taster. I disagree <laughs> with it, but I well, acknowledge
1: it. I think it was at my grandma's shiva a few years ago. We had a wide array of babka from many different places, and so I was able to. You know, I didn't know that I was doing a taste test, but I was, and it just wasn't my favorite. But I love babka. What was full stop? What, I, was, what was I like the, the, the low end Z bars one. It's really good. Okay. It's okay. just it's gooey. I like a gooey babka. That's the sort of the difference. But okay. Thank you for supporting Bob. It's just a wonderful food. Totally underrated. It's, it's so good. One of the greatest. to make one. Well, on the topic of things that you could be ordering, I have a, my suggestion is to order the Billy razor starter kit and a subscription to razor blades for anyone in your life who shaves. I don't know why I did it, but I bought the Billy razor and it, I hate shaving my legs it is the best razor I've ever used. I will never not use it. It is so good that I travel with it. Like I take it with me everywhere now. And like, I definitely shave my legs more than I used to. Cause it like makes it easier and it just works better. It's so good. And then you get based on how frequently you shave, they will send you cartridges in the mail. So you never run out. And then they have some other products if you want to get in deeper, but like, this is the kind of thing that I'm really glad I bought for myself, but also I'm shocked that I for myself and would be so happy to receive as a gift. Something that's going to enrich your life in a really small but constant way, I think is like the definition of a great gift. Can I
0: ask you a follow-up question? Yes. Is this like an Instagram ad type thing?
1: No. It's not. Okay. I think that I heard about it from a friend and then I Googled it and okay. I was like sick of my old razor or something. And so I just went for it. Also, okay. one thing about it, it actually stays hung up on the wall. And I've never had one of those fucking suction cups work before. And this is, you get like a little triangle that's like the dock for it and you affix it to a dry part of your shower. And then it's a magnet connectivity between the actual razor and the little thing on the wall. It actually works. It's awesome. I don't know. I just like, I really love this razor. It's, and I hate shaving. I just like in general, like hate hygiene routines. I find it to be so onerous. So this really is a revolutionary for me.
0: I had no idea about this. It sounds great. <laughs> it's, so the reason that I asked that whether it was an Instagram like type product is that I do feel like I have similar, whether it's like, you know, beauty items and, and like a lot of fashion or, and home items too, but like slightly optimized objects that are advertised to me on Instagram that I like, am very interested in, but obviously don't purchase because it's on Instagram. And I'm like, am I just being, you know? bamboozled here so but i had an idea related to this that i think mm. is really a billion dollar idea that you know could maybe save uh, like save some money over at, at facebook meta whatever which is like some sort of function where you can you have limited and i under, there's a lot of privacy concerns here as i'm saying this out loud uh and also <laughs> some data issues so we'd have to work all that out i'm aware of the issues but basically, like, if I could secret Santa you something from your Instagram, like, saved mm. items, do you know what I mean? Something that, yes. like, the same thing of you would never buy it for yourself, and you're sort of curious about it. It might be ridiculous, but, like, wouldn't you be thrilled if someone could go through all of your, like, saved Instagram junk? I was just like, here is the weird picture that you liked at 2 a.m. one, you know? Congratulations. You know what that is
1: for me right now is the weird, reusable papaya paper towel where it's like, instead of okay. buying paper towel, it's just like this like one sheet that you can wash and it's like super absorbent. I think the brand is papaya. Right. I'm like really curious, curious about that, but it's like eight mm-hmm. bucks, but I'm just like, I, do I need to spend eight bucks on like a square of material that I don't know if it'll work? So that would be mine. But okay, <laughs> Billy is, Billy is kind of like that, but honestly it's, it's awesome. And I will just add to also in, improve my shower experience. I bought a like very small teak stool because I didn't have a good ledge for shaving my legs in the shower. And now I have mm-hmm. a teak stool in the shower that really facilitates it as well. Game so what changer. I'm is absolutely game changer up your shower game, make it better, make it a That's more enjoyable experience. So That's a great
0: idea. Okay. Thanks. Your turn. <laughs> okay. This is a uh, based on gifts that I, a gift that I received. And I guess this is Maybe slightly niche. I suppose that the recipient of this gift either has to be a magazine person or like a pop culture person, but it's back issues of a certain type of magazine or a, a media that this person really loves. So for example, cute. my husband got me all of the issues of Tatler, the British society magazine that Tina Brown edited. Or, like, most of them. And he found them on eBay, and I think there were a couple, like, outstanding. But so I have a collection of, like, the early 80s Tina Brown Tattlers, which is, like, the prized awesome. Possession for Anna Domains. Yeah, truly one of the great gifts. Shout out to Zach. I can't take any credit for it. A similar gift that a friend of ours once gave a girlfriend that we all really hated, who is no longer in the picture. But every issue of George magazine, which was the mm. short-lived JFK Jr., Like, sort of political-esque Vanity Fair from, I believe, the late 90s. Really good gift. I'm not sure she deserved it. Anyway, but I was looking on eBay. If you have a friend or, like, someone who really loves Sassy magazine, their collections of Sassies Mm. from, like, the late 80s, early 90s are really expensive. You could do some Vanity Fair covers. Like, if you have someone who has a real interest in... I guess this person also has to be old enough to like have an affinity for, you know, Tom Cruise or Nicole, like any of those eras of pop culture. But it's it's pretty versatile. You could do a lot of different things. And there is a lot on eBay available to you. So it's it's just a very a a fun gift that I was thrilled to receive. Love
1: that. Maybe for the same person, you could also get them my next recommendation, which is bookends. I love bookends. They're always a great present. There's so many different kinds. At the moment, I'm very into like the standard library ones, but in fun colors like a yellow or an orange or whatever. And you can find those online in a lot of different sites. Etsy's another great place to find bookends. But like, I just feel like for people as they are like kind of settling into adult life, it's a good thing to have because you actually kind of need them. Like I find that I often need bookends. So that's one. May I share another that I'm really excited about? Please. Have you heard of Poster Studio? It's PSTR Studio. It no. is a European based company. I think it's based in like Sweden or something like that. And they make all these posters. They have some like licensing of like, you know, artists you've heard of, but then they also just have like some original artists that they support. And I just am like a huge fan of their aesthetic. It's like, it's a slightly like a Airbnb style aesthetic with more personality. And it kind of reminds me of like when you're in college and you're like, wow, I need to get posters to make my room look really cool. But like Mm -hmm. for adults, like it has affordable posters And they're unique and like, they have a lot of different styles. Like I got some that reminded me of Magritte where there's just like, they're like these collages turned into posters that are um, very surrealist. And I don't know. They just have like really, they have really cool prints, uh, like a very wide variety of them. And I recommend them also free or not, not necessarily free, but really fast shipping and you can really customize the size that you want. And it comes on like really nice stock and yeah, I just like really love what they have to offer. So pstrstudio.com, Poster Studio.
0: I love it. I think you'll like it, Amanda, in general. In general, I really like your decor purchases. I This just reminded me of the lovely gift that you sent my son, which was like a, also I believe, well, it was from Etsy, right? Um, mm-hmm. But like a like a vintage memorabilia memorabilia pennant from Fort Knox, which is not what my son was named for, but they do share a name. And, and that's it. And it was just, it was like a very thoughtful, lovely gift. And it's in his room now. And that's, that's a good vein of gifts is like looking for old school, like memorabilia to uh, like on Etsy or eBay or wherever, but Juliet approved. And it really, it really hit. I'm so glad. All right. Back over to you. Okay. I've got two left. How many do you have? I have one and then a okay. couple books. Well, I, so I have one and then I have books. <laughs> okay. really <laughs> great minds. <laughs> so this is this is the kids' book. Uh, not the kids' book, although I do recommend kids' books. This is the kids' present recommendation if you're looking for children in your life or, or really babies, and this is from hard-earned experience. So sorry if this is boring. Magnetic Me pajamas. Do you know about these? Mm. Is it with the magnets instead of like a zip or whatever? Yes, absolutely life changing technology that you can't really fully understand until a child is like trying to crawl off a table while you're changing his diaper and you just need it to quick zips it back up. So they're amazing and they're very cute and they're also like expensive. So the gift that you can give a parent and I guess a child in your life is like picking out one of these because it's like a little more than you want to spend on your own, but the, everyone will be thrilled to have them. So, and also kids grow out of them so fast that you, well, they're well-sized. It's just that kids grow really quickly. So Magnetic Me, pajamas. And then if you want to do something cuter, this is something that I recommend every year, but like the best gifts I've ever given, Picture Book Club. And they, mm. send, they send books to kids every year and you can pick a theme or you can pick, like you can tell the, the, the person, the wonderful woman who does it about the kid's interests. And so the kid gets a book every year. Uh, it's always been a big hit.
1: It sounds great. And and to solve the problem of the, of, uh, the sizing of the clothes, you just need to befriend other children, obviously.
0: Yeah. I mean, I only learned <laughs> about magnetic meat as hand-me-downs and then I was like, wow, this is amazing. So, but it's, I don't know. I, I can't really, there's so much food on all of ours. I feel bad handing me down, but that's a different conversation. Well, on the topic of
1: food and children, the last Mm -hmm. thing that I have to recommend is the world's best granola, which you can buy online. It comes from the Odeon restaurant in Tribeca. The granola is just like inexplicably delicious. It is so fucking good. Another great stocking stuffer. Also, I find that like it elevates yogurt. It elevates a lot of things that I wouldn't really feel like eating, but like think that I should. And it's really good. 12 ounce bag for $15. I highly recommend
0: it. Fancy granola is an incredible... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> gift idea because like frankly I'm already spending a lot on like medium granola G- granola prices yeah. have, like really but it does feel like a treat an everyday treat this is a wonderful idea yeah thank you
1: all right I'm just gonna tear through my books real quick I just got a few okay. three different genres one cookbook I Dream of Dinner by Ali Slagle it's a
0: game changer I knew that you were gonna do this so I didn't do it I love I also love the recipes of Ali Slagle but this is your corner. Be Thank quiet. you. You know, her.
1: it's just like such a good cookbook. I would give it to every person in my life if I if I thought they would appreciate it. But like, if you're a lazy cook like me, but you want to be having, you want to like make food for yourself at home. I always say I don't cook, I prepare. And I feel like this cookbook really captures that spirit, but helps me like learn how to be a better preparer. So it's just an awesome, awesome book. I Dream of Dinner So You Don't Have To by Allie Slagle. Check it out. Number two, my favorite essayist and sometimes novelist, Jeff Dyer, has a newish book out, which, Amanda, do you know about it? It's the
0: Roger Federer book, right?
1: Yeah. It's the oh, the essays yeah. of Roger Federer and other endings. Can't go wrong with some Jeff Dyer essays. I've read every essay he's ever written, except for all the ones in this book, because I'm not there yet. And... Honestly, I don't know who wouldn't like Jeff Dyer's essays. They're so, so, so good. Him and Zadie Smith are my favorite essayists. That's because they're novelists, but they're better when they write essays. And then lastly, I can't think of a book that I enjoyed more than the previously discussed Free Food for Millionaires in a very long time. I really loved it. I was sad when it was over, having a hard time moving on to a new book. And I think you should just buy that and Min Jin Lee's second book, her magnum opus, Pachinko, and give them to someone together. And it's like just what everything that novels should be you learn something you feel something you race through them you don't want to put them down you appreciate the craft and you forget that you're even like doing something that's like good for your mind they they're like just perfect novels so buy them together celebrate this wonderful woman's work and
0: have a great vacation while reading them want that that would be a wonderful gift 1000% agree <laughs> I also have some book recommendations. I'm excited to announce that I am once again doing my year-end mystery club. I have not yet purchased any of these books. How many people are in the club? Well, right now, it's just me, and I don't have any of the books, and I don't know <laughs> when I, how I'm going to be able to get through six mystery novels by the end of the year, but I am going to try, and I invite everyone to join me. You want to know what's on the agenda? Here we go. Here's what we're offering in the club. The Kay. Bullet That Missed by Richard Osmond. It came out earlier this year. It's the third in his Thursday Murder Club series about uh, people of a certain age who solve crimes. Great stuff. Second, The Twist of a Knife, Anthony Horowitz. This is the startlingly prolific British mystery, mystery novelist. He has like eight different series going on right now, some involving like himself as a meta character working with a retired detective inspector. He's someone who was in the British police system. It gets pretty involved, as you guys know. Uh, and then some other books separate of that. So I'm not really even sure, but gets one out every year. I'm going to buy it. Number three. This is new. Recommended by my friend Becky, who's also I guess there are two members of this club, me and my friend Becky and anybody <laughs> else who would like to be a part of it. Killers of a certain age. Deanna Rayburn. I think once again, people of a certain age solving crimes. You know, what else are you going to (laughs) do? And then I will be reading the next for Amanda in the series of Louise Penny, Deborah Crombie, and Elizabeth George. I read in order. I'm still catching up. I read in order because Juliet's mom wants me to. So that's six. (laughs) You know, I can... What else can we offer in the club? I'm not really sure, but I'll work on that. I invite anyone to join me along and join along. And I I don't know. It's a nice little gift. Just a package of kind of light but enjoyable mystery fiction to read at the end of the year. That sounds great. Maybe we can throw in like an apron. Should I have aprons made? Hmm. To like clean up all the blood on you? Yeah, I guess so. Or just like to to wear while you're cooking something for Mystery Book Club.
1: Sure, it's like, okay. This isn't like
0: full cozy mystery. I don't know, like uh, maybe a coffee mug. What about, so- I, what about posh socks? Could you get posh socks? No, I don't endorse the posh socks. I guess I could make a coffee tea mug, but that okay. like a little too cutesy. I'm not trying to get into like the weird cozy mystery, like true just a bookmark space. I think, I think just a bookmark. Okay. Something classic. Okay, all right. That's great. We'll work on it.
1: <laughs> well, we hope we've given you a ton of ideas. We will compile all of these links in the post on the ringer.com So check it out. And we hope you have a great time gifting this holiday season. Thank you to our producer, Jade Whaley, for producing this episode. And we'll be back next week.